Welcome to iFly Radio. I am your host, Josh Lining, along with my co-host, Corey Brown. Uh, this is your t- this is your daily tech podcast that you uh, that you're gonna want to go to every week. I promise you that. Uh, you cover everything uh, that you could possibly imagine, everything cell phone, tech news, and any other gadgets that you might want to mess around with. We probably have knowledge on it. Uh, to get started, uh, you know, back give you a little bit of background on what I do. Uh, during the day, I do software analysis for banks for a uh, company here in Lincoln. And then I also do uh, marketing and account management for R&B Entertainment and Studios here as well. Corey? Oh, yeah. Well, hello. My name is Corey. And what I do during the day, I work at a cell phone company in sales. And what I do at, do at night is I'm a tech junkie. I I watch YouTube, I research anything tech, anything involving technology. I'm on it. That's what's up, man. It's great to find uh, two people that share the same interests. They can do venture out on something like this. Likewise, you know I like that, especially that, especially since we're family and everything. Uh, yeah, I only found out about you recently uh, through my wife's cousin. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's a small world. Uh, glad to uh, have you in the family, and uh, look forward to seeing you at functions and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So all right, getting we're gonna get into it here. Um, top of the news probably uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, he uh, he loves himself. He loves some of himself. Needless to say. Uh, if you did not know, uh, Corey, I fill him in on kind of what happened during that little conference call he just had. Well, Elon Musk had a conference call for Tesla. Apparently, they didn't have a good, a good um, quarter, and he was definitely, he was definitely full of himself. And you know, a lot of people really didn't like it. He was making fun of um, people while he was there. It was a real bad look for Tesla. Real bad look for. Elon Musk, you know, you know, people, you know, question, you know, why, you know, if you're going to feel that way, if things go bad, why they even go public to begin with? You got anything he, on it? Yeah, he, uh, it just seems like he's not doing the number one management function that there is when you are a publicly traded company. You're, you're, you're supposed to do whatever it is you can do to make uh, shareholders happy. That's the number one goal. Um, only thing he cares about, it seems, is selling Teslas and getting told the word yes. He's a yes man. Um, he wants all of the positive reinforcement in the world. And uh, it seems like he just kind of doesn't take negative feedback pretty uh, very well at all. Um, which I get it. You can have an ego. And uh, egos have its place because uh, sometimes you just have to remind people. But uh, that's just my opinion on it. I know he's huge and he's, you know, obviously a pioneer, you know, in some states in the tech in the tech world. So you got to got to respect him. You know, you may not like him, but you got to respect him. That's just what it comes down to for me. Yeah, I'm, I think the same way. I think you have to respect him. He's a 
he's a giant in the tech world. But then again, like I said, it's not like they working for him. He working for them. So you know, he gotta he gotta keep his own stockholders happy. At least treat them happy. Yep, make it look like it. I mean, if you don't like them that bad, then or you don't like them that much, then put yourself in a position to do a company uh, stock buyback. You know, exactly. buy back the stock from them. So it's just it's that simple. It's not rocket science, but what do I know? I'm not Elon Musk. Um, let's, what else we got here? Um, you know, recently uh, we got you know the Windows, the big Windows update. You, they they uh, coined it the uh, Spring Creators update, and they changed that at the last minute to the April update. Um, it kind of has you know a lot of new features into it. Uh, now it's more focused on they, they kind of modernized Windows finally. Um, they kind of got they kind of got with the program. And they caught up a little bit. Um, the one thing I was looking forward to about the whole entire thing was the whole uh, Windows 7, uh, or sorry, Windows 10 S mode, um, where basically it turns your laptop into its own version of a, uh, what equal be to like a, a Chromebook. Um, mm. That type of lightweight on the apps makes for you know efficiency and that's kind of like what i was looking for you know when that came out but it did not look like it came in the uh, april update so i don't know when they're going to re- uh, release it to the masses um at least at least not on my version of windows that i have so um they do have some other features there though um so that people are looking forward to uh, i mentioned that they kind of modernized they finally modernized and got with the times a little bit about time uh, you know but it is about time it is about time <laughs> Uh, you know, but, you know, I've been kind of, I've been following the company and I'm a fan of their products for, you know, for a long time. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of their uh, office uh, platform, productivity platform, huge uh, on that, which they update all the time. So uh, the other thing that they kind of modernized was Air, uh, Nearshare. Uh, it's kind of like basically AirDrop you know, for iPhone, uh-huh. uh, you know, they got, then they got like this focused assist to help you focus on being more productive by turning off distractions, AKA notifications on your phone, you know, same thing on your laptop. Um, you can track, I think this is the big thing for everybody is that you can track everything you've done in like a document in the last 30 days. It's called timeline. Um, you know, I think that's going to be huge for people. Um, if it's not, you know, if you're working in the office docs or your browser, um, that you can go back 30 days on any document or, uh, you know, website that you were on the last 30 days and recover it in the event that, you know, you needed to change something or revert back to something. Um, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, the biggest thing that got the the big the big update in my opinion is microsoft edge um you know when it first came out it was supposed to be this big bad deal that was gonna change you know the company uh view of you know their version of the browser um they it it sucked at first and you know obviously not a lot of people adopted it got used to it um so most people, you know, opted for Chrome or, you know, Firefox or 
if you're one of the few out there, in my opinion, that I've seen, you actually use Safari. Um, but they did do an update on that on the Microsoft Edge, and they did an update on and finally released the versions for iOS on you know your Android devices and your Apple devices. Um, kind of played around with it, and you know I say I, I like it. You know I like it a lot. Just I still prefer Google, like because I link everything to Google for the RMV stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so I worked a lot with their you know the calendars and the tasks, and it's just easier to link with searches and uh, jump accounts. Uh, but other than that, it's a solid product, man. I don't know if you had a chance to play around with it at all. Um, I had a, I had a chance to play around and um in the Microsoft Photos, um the three. Well, I love the mic. Well, I love Google Photos, but Microsoft Photos where you can add like three D to your creation. That that sounds real dope. I had a chance to play around with that a little bit. Um, I seen the Windows Hello where you could like link. You can link all your Windows products together and like sign in like sort of like an iCloud or something similar like that. So where you can sign in and you can like just sign in if you had an Xbox or something, you can like link them all together and then sign in with one like username. So I had a chance to play around with it. I'm glad Windows is really stepping up their game because the customization with Windows would never go away, but it was getting a little bit outdated. So I'm glad they decided to step up their game with it. Yep, I'm definitely glad that they did that too. We'll see what they uh what they bring up next. All right. right. On to the next. All right, what else we got? What else is on your mind, Corey? Facebook. Ooh, Facebook is one. making moves. <laughs> Facebook is a is is a beast. That I think I don't I, I don't want to say it's a generation doesn't understand, you know. I think it's a there's a huge misconception out there that uh, you know that's for old people only. No, um, I, and that is sadly uh, no, that's not the case. We'll say that um, Facebook's huge. I'm out, I'm here to tell you it's not going anywhere. They are at least. Five years into the future, well, I'm not going to – maybe three to five years, we'll say, um, on what they got going on. Um, two things I would definitely want to note is their Facebook watch platform. It's pretty much the equivalent of YouTube, and it's young, and it's uh, – you know, the platform is young. It's, it's pretty new still, and yet it's making twice as much – if not more than YouTube is, as far as revenue is concerned, like ad revenue. YouTube is barely breaking even uh, yeah. on ad revenue right now. You, uh, Facebook Watch is is gonna is not, you know, still young. It's got a long way to go, but it's it's gonna be around for a long time. It's gonna evolve. Like that's gonna be the main thing that you see, you know, probably in a couple of years. It's not gonna be your newsfeed. It's gonna be popping up as Facebook Watch. Um, and then the other thing that they got going on, I think is that's it ahead of its time is the Facebook spaces. Um, you know, I, as long as you have like an Oculus and, and like an HTC uh, VR headset, you can utilize it. Um, basically put you in a room 
you know, in a virtual room to do whatever. You can create your own environment that you want. Whatever environment you want to do or create, you can do that. And that's where, you know, technology is headed is, you know, virtual reality or augmented reality. Yeah, it's the way. It's definitely coming. Everybody's moving in that direction. But I think it's, I think Facebook is huge for that for moving in that direction. Just giving a little like wiggle room and just to tell people it's not only a just a just a regular social media, is it could be the next YouTube. It's probably gonna be better than YouTube. So I'm yep. super excited for that. Cause yep. of, um the spaces ideal. Well, if if done right, it could be great. I think they brought Op- Opulus in like 2014, so I'm pretty sure they've been working for it, working on this for about a few years now. So, yeah, I think uh, it's going to take some getting used to, and uh, it's going to take for cost of you know those devices to come down to where you can afford it. It's like the TV, you know, back in the you know the 70s, not everybody had one, you know, but by the time the 80s came around, every household household had one. Exactly. I think you know virtual reality is not any different. It's just at the cost of producing that product is it has to come down first and so that way get into these hands of all these people but the potential's there man um i know you brought up facebook you know people probably first thing that popped in their minds is the whole uh <laughs> cambridge analytica uh fiasco and oh. your privacy uh yeah. What are your thoughts on all that? Um, well, I think with Facebook, when it comes to that whole that whole private fiasco, I think people get a mis a misunderstanding of you know what it's about, and it's not about like just giving away your information. It's more of about to me. It's like it's like capital. It's capitalism. I mean, like Facebook when it comes to like being able to advertise, Facebook is the best in the world, bar none online if you if you sell yo-yos for left-hand people you will be able to find an audience on facebook you can't find an audience on craigslist nowhere else so like i said and people volunteer their information so you know and i i i look at it like you know it's an opportunity for people for companies to get next to their customers so you know i understand it yep I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Me being, I guess, well-versed in the tech industry, I'm not so, you know, worried about, you know, my identity getting stolen or my information being passed off or anything like that. Uh, Mostly due to the fact that because I understand security protocols and, uh, you know, different types of securities and, uh, and whatnot, you know, my information is going to be a little bit more secure than than most. But honestly, like, I, yeah, it's one of those things that it could, your identity can easily get, you know, stolen from some of these people because of something like this happening. But it's also kind of on the on the consumer to educate themselves and or find the resources to educate themselves on making sure that their information is secure, and so that. Even if, you know, some big company, you know, like Facebook sells your information to people like, you know, Cambridge Analytica, then you're not really in a position to where you have to worry about 
and people are not stupid. They're no, not, they're not. They're not. It's just they're. I don't want to say they're lazy, but they're uh, their will to do some uh, certain things is a lot less than what it is on a lot of other things. Exactly. That's just kind of like a general statement, I guess. No, I wouldn't say lazy. Maybe ish. You know, I mean, they're not sure. I mean, most average people don't really, you know, look up ways to make sure their identity is secure. They should, but they really don't. So, I mean, hopefully this is like, you know, put like a like a light on, you know, online security and protocol to take when doing certain things and giving up certain things about yourself on social media or or either like, you know, just search your websites in general. Yep, I think you're right. Um, you know, one thing I did like about that whole situation was that uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he owned it. He took responsibility for it. He apologized for it. He took steps to resolve the issue. And me as a consumer, that is all I could ask for. That's all I could ask for. Own the situation. Make steps so it either does not happen again or you improve the product and you know, all's forgiven. You know, I still respect the hell out of the man. I would love to meet him. You know, have a conversation with him. Yeah. You know, just to see, you know, just to have that conversation with, with a man of that stature should be, or a man that's that smart. That'd be something amazing. that, yeah. <laughs> It'd be once in a lifetime, needless to say. Yeah, that's one thing I did. Like, he did own it and... You know, they just say, you know, okay, that was my bad. I made a mistake. You know, this is how I'm gonna fix it. And you know, I apologize for for all the inconvenience I had. So I'm really, I'm really like that. That he, you know, he just owned it. A lot of people won't own it. They'll find a way to point fingers and stuff like that. I mean, this is why Facebook is the giant it is. This is probably how. This is probably the reason why Facebook will continue to move forward while other companies stay behind. Yep, and it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. That stock price is just going to keep going up and going up. If you're an investor have the, uh, <laughs> and have that kind of money, you know, laying around to get some shares, I would definitely do it as, as a strong buy because it's it's going to be on the scale of Apple and Amazon it's in coming. a few years. It's coming. It's coming. But, you know, now's the time to do it. Everything right now is undervalued i think you know with facebook the stock is highly unvalued undervalued i think facebook ads are undervalued so if you're trying to produce any kind of content and you want to get it out there to the masses you need to be you you, you need to be running facebook ads uh they're extremely cheap and they're not going to stay that way for long because you got big huge companies that uh that haven't utilized it or woke up yet. The second they do, these cheap prices, they're going to go away and nobody's going to be, and hardly anybody's going to be able to afford it. Unless you're already doing it now, in which case you'll be established then, so you'll be able to afford it and keep, you know, moving forward. Exactly. Like I said, Facebook is definitely coming. This is no, people thought it might be a MySpace, you know, a little error. It's definitely coming. Um, I, I can't wait for the future of Facebook. 
I mean, maybe could it, you know, at this at this rate, it might jump out. It might it might jump out to be a competitor to Amazon. Um, it's just insane what they can do. I can see Facebook, you know, grocery stores. They already mm. they already got one of the biggest marketplaces on the web. I can see, yeah. you know, I can see delivery, Facebook delivery. Ooh, yep. I can see Facebook, you know, revamping this marketplace to where it's like, uh, you know, they they create like sub like public spaces of Facebook where you know Facebook buyers and sellers can meet and be safe. Yeah. I mean, the future is bright for Facebook. Yep, I agree with that, and I think that's that's where the future has to go, because you know you you got. I just sold something on Facebook uh, this afternoon. Uh, you know, I bought some little uh, cheap AirPods uh, or earbuds, I guess you could say. I can't really call it AirPods because they're not, they weren't Apple. And I used them three times. They were garbage. They cost me like $30 and they, they were trash. You know, just like Apple AirPods, but they weren't Apple AirPods. There was a one second delay. Uh, if I was like, let's say I'm watching, you know, watching Silicon Valley on HBO Go on my iPad. There's a yeah. one-second delay between the audio and the video. Oh. So, I had, so I've had to go, uh, you know, I found, you know, I put them up on Facebook, and I had 23 people message me about them, saying that they were interested. Huge response. And uh, ended up going and happened to meet the dude that bought them at, like, the Office Depot. Or not Office Depot, the Home Depot, uh, you know, down the street. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's, you know, it's a public place. Lots of people around, you know, that's, that's how you, that's how you do it. That's how you, you know, you get around, you know, not having to worry about if somebody's going to uh, steal it from you, you know, yeah. and, and keep it moving forward. You know, Lincoln's kind of safe. So it's not really exactly something that you have to worry about like that. But if you go to other places like, you know, obviously where like Chicago or even in, in Omaha, that might not, yeah. that might not be the case. So I think you're right about that. They're going to, you know, create their own delivery service. Um, oh. they'll probably utilize drones. I imagine, you know, that'd be probably big for them as far as the delivery. Cause it just makes it so much cheaper to use a FedEx or, you know, even creating their own delivery yeah, I think, company. Yeah. I think, um, I think basically, yeah, I think what, I think this would be a good idea for them. I think they should, instead of having like different groups and stuff, opening up to like a whole Facebook market where everybody in the United States could do it. And then they like create like these drop off places, you know, around the country where you could take whatever you're trying to sell. If you're trying to send it to Chicago or LA or whatever, you could drop your product out there. They pay you on PayPal or somewhere across line. And then they could, they could get it. They get delivered to their house like FedEx. Yep. I think you're right. But I, I like that. I like that. That's good. That's good conversation. Um, you know, I want to put one more thing out there uh, before we leave y'all tonight. It's kind of like an announcement. Uh, if if you're in, you know, the tech world, you kind of be keeping an eye on certain things. And I bet, <clears throat> excuse me, one of those things was the sequel to Vine, V2. Um, the creator of Vine, uh, Don Hoffman, Hoffman, he, uh, he, you know, he was working on, you know, a, a second version or uh a sequel to Vine, uh, you know, obviously in a different form. It, I read today that he pretty much suspended it indefinitely, uh, which pretty much means that that project is now 99% dead. 
and there's a 1% chance that we'll see a V2 or a Vine 2, to say the least. So, um, uh, RIP to Vine. RIP to Vine. It was, it was a magical thing while it lasted. We are your hosts, Josh Lyndon, Corey Brown. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.